Okay, it's time to partner with Betfair and preview National Jockey Celebration Day. BJ Ryan and Terry Layton, we are recording episode 87 of the 1-1, the West Australian Racing Podcast. It's uh, just before 11 a.m. on Thursday, the 29th of July, 2021. Episode 87, the devil's number, Terry. Mm. 13 away from the 100. Um, speaking of the 100. Hopefully we don't do a Michael Slayer and <laughs> give it all away <laughs> on 95 or something. Uh, we had a listener, Tom Marsh, on Twitter. Swampy. S- suggest that we should, but Swampy, yeah. Suggest that we should do a 100 episode function. Yeah. I did the maths. If we don't miss one between now and... And episode 100, it falls on Prince of Wales Stakes Day. I think it's October 31. Uh, I reckon we should be looking at doing a function. Ascot Racecourse, sun shining, late October, big races over east. Could be anything. Yep. No, I reckon that's uh, that's a dollar ten. Yeah. Um, with most bookies, I'd suggest. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, let's give everyone. Uh, what's that? Give everyone three months' notice as well. Yeah. When your leave pass is able to be. Um, to be garnered in that period of time, and um, might have to get in touch with Perth Racing, see yep. if we can find a spot for, for get a racing. race name as well. Yeah, a race name. Yeah, yeah. one one hundred. One one hundred. Yeah, <laughs> we can't say better than that. But uh, yeah, no, make it a make it a day, and um, yeah, kind of a couple of froffies and say hello to the. Uh, so yeah, so watch this space, listeners. We're going to get onto this, and it could be a big yep. day for the one one faithful out of Ascot Racecourse to celebrate our one hundredth episode, and there might even be a name. A race named after us anyway, Terry, especially if we win the uh, Thoroughbred Media Award. That's uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think Uh, think we're going to have to get a groundswell of listeners to to nominate us for the uh, Thoroughbred Racing Media Awards. And then Terry and and, uh, BJ can can, uh, swoop on the uh, awards night and claim their trophy. (laughs) If Ian Lenton couldn't win it with the uh, the Holy Goat. Do you remember the Holy Goat? (laughs) Yeah, the Holy Goat. (laughs) If he couldn't win it with the Holy Goat, then I don't know... uh, I don't know what chance we are, BJ. Well, if we're nominated, we're half a chance. Well, okay? yeah. we never there know. So uh, anyway, guys, a bit to look forward to. 100th episode on the horizon. Um, don't forget Terry's Christmas party in December, which is the talk it's, of the town. An, an, an email's been sent already. <laughs> there is actually, it's starting to be planned. I've realised I've got to get onto it. So uh, yeah, invitations will be out shortly. Yeah, we're going to have to. And then Terry floated an idea for maybe a tipping competition as mm. well. The, oh, just the, the, the king of the king of Perth. Just the success we had. Um, Perth Turf Talk. Chrissy Nelson, a mate of ours, they used to run one. Just the success the Young Gun Rising Star Series had, and a few people that messaged privately. And I know there's even even some of your some of your trainers don't mind. So Marty Allen, someone that loves to to throw out a tip, and he's uh, he's pretty cluey himself, old uh, Marty. But uh, yeah, I'd love to get sort of like a, a simply run one, but a little sort of a ten week competition, um, free entry, and and maybe try and get a sponsor or two on board to make it a fair old prize plus could- a plus a seat at the Christmas party. We right? could get the weekly winner on for a chat just to yeah. pick their brains. Yep. Yeah, it could no, be. There's, there's plenty to it. So. Could be if, yeah, maybe so. get it to, to culminate in the 100th episode. So yeah. like start from episode 90 or something. So anyway, something we'll look into. Um, more to follow. More to follow. Watch yep. this space. Uh, bit happening at 11HQ this morning. So Northern racing today. Apparently it's a good four. Find that hard to believe. Yeah, I, that's, reckon, that's I reckon wild. it's got to be rain affected, doesn't it? But uh, anyway, it if, it, if it is a uh, good four, then that could be the best track in Australia. In, in the world, <laughs> I'd suggest. Yeah, the best drain. You just, the water you hits the, did, and bounces off. Did you see the footage from the like the floods in Byford? No. There was 
the there was flooding in suburbia. Every ten, yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it was right. real bad. Um, Carnarvon racing tomorrow. Mm. Belmont and Broome on. I've still got scars from my events and not getting past that maiden. <laughs> I actually just still have. I actually got. I got scars from my van, and they, they beat the third horse by about six hundred lengths. I know I already mentioned this several times, but dear do, do you wake up with cold sweats? Oh, I do. Yeah. I do. I just, I just don't understand what uh, what happened there. But uh, anyway, that's racing. That's racing. Stay tuned. Hang on, wait. Well, take, sorry, Belmont Bruno on Saturday, Kalgoorlie meeting on Sunday, and it's Port Headland Cup Day it's on Sunday happening. as well. Yeah, it's, it's all big, happening. Busy, busy time. It's all happening. Paul Luck will be there, won't he? Port, Port Headland Cup. I reckon. I reckon he's he going. Yeah. I wonder if his horse is going around. What's his horse? Ooh, I ran second. Look at his split. Yeah, look at his split. We've just got a message. I've just got a message pop up on WhatsApp. Hopefully, look at his split gets a mention in the podcast in Sunday's Richardson Sprint oh, in Headland. There you go. LOL. Uh, there you go. I'm sure about. It's one thing as well. Just going to bake anyone that uses LOL. I, I just think once you hit, once your age doesn't end with the word teen, you can't use LOLs. Really? That's my thought process. Just mine. Have you ever? You know? Did you ever use it when you were a teen? Though? Nah, I was. I was. I'm when you were playing. Younger. When you were playing Snake on your Nokia, right? I, used to you? love, I was a gun at Snake as oh, well. Really? Yeah. Could, you could always play with me, Snake. As a young <laughs> fella, believe me. <laughs> oh yeah, I couldn't believe that you were, you'd be handy with that. Uh, uh, okay, yeah. so um, yes, yeah, so yeah, good luck to Paul Huckle, friend of the yes. podcast. Shout out to Paul and Lickety Split, Port Hedland on Sunday. Yeah, all happening. And stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the Market City Meets Get Out Stakes competition. And don't forget our new look champs and challenges edition of the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind. BJ. Matt Price versus Tom Wolf. Looking forward to that one. Mm. National Jockey Celebration Day at Belmont this Saturday. It is the last day of the racing season, July 31. And happy birthday to all the horses on Sunday, the 1st of August. So all the thoroughbreds anyway. So uh, I think the standardbreds might have theirs in September. I don't believe in, in that, September. That's grouping weird. them all on the, the 1st of August. You know, like that's, when they, well, that's when they change age at a race. Well, they all have their own individual ages. Mm. So they're born on the day. They're, their birthday is the day they were born. You know why? Think about if you break that down, birthday. It's just the way they age so we can group them in horse racing. Mm. Would have been a big believer in that. Not that the horses probably have any idea when their birthday is, but I'd like it if they were celebrated individually and not as one group. What's Dig Deep's birthday? I wouldn't have a clue. Oh, <laughs> surely, surely that's uh that's like a big it's, big big circle around it in the calendar. Colin didn't know. Hey? Colin didn't know. Piercing. Oh, Colin, big Colin. Colin yeah. No, yeah, big Colin. No, he'd uh, He'd be out there with a few carrots right now. Happy birthday to all the horses yep. this this, uh, okay. <laughs> this Sunday and uh, yeah and also uh, lastly yeah. before we get get moving forward, mm. Chris Parnham has he got that Australian Jockeys Premierships pass? Well, what, where are we at? Where are we? At? I think he was four up last I looked. Yeah, um, Scotty Embry, who's now managing him, has got him a great book at Carnarvon on. <laughs> Friday, it was his his rides he had at Broome. I, I, I just looked at him before he went and I knew he was – they were just horrid rides. I, I think he rode four. one second, I think. Yeah, yeah. No, he had four very, very sticky rides, but he's on some form horses, horses that should be peaking. Um, so, yeah, but uh, it's interesting. You can you notice the Broome, some of his were over bet. There isn't much Chris can do out there. You've just got to hope the horse is happy on the day. You've got to horse, hope the horse gets through the going and uh, just doesn't Did basically get behind any others. and. So, get, Cop the dirt in the face. Chris Barnum, uh, as we record, is on 197 winners. Mm. Blake McDougal remains on 191 and a half. Oh, so, it's all over. Yeah, he should be. Cancel, cancel can, the flight. Can we do the early crow? Home? Yeah, he's home. He's, uh, he's got a few good ones at um, Northern today. I'll say yeah, a couple of series around. A few today. nice rides on Saturday as well. So. Yeah, should finish off strong. Yep. 200 winners for the I reckon season. He'll win by, I reckon he'll win by a little. Uh, 
It's a little gap job as well. Yeah, I sit up on the line, give it to Mitchie Pateman. Yeah, yeah. yeah congratulations. Right what a what a uh, Mitchie Pateman's up in Broome this week as well. Very saw speeding comment. Very good. Yeah. Uh, one thing you did mention too as mm. well is that uh, William Pike is going to Kalgoorlie on Sunday. Yeah, and is. is this a stake in the ground moment for the Wizard? First day of the new racing season, he's off to Kalgoorlie. Do you think he's trying to make a statement? I don't know why he's going, but I'm putting it down to the fact that uh, I think his partner Jess owns Pink and Purple mm. um, and he's obviously been booked to ride Pink and Purple. So I'd say he's gone up there for a, a pretty good mount um, and to, uh, to keep a... Uh, he's he keep his, keep his better half happy. I yeah. think, so. so it's not him saying, uh, you know. That's what? my guess. I don't know. But you, you're right. It could be. Uh, but my guess is, is it's mainly about. Um, do, you reckon, do you reckon the wizard would concern himself with premierships? Not as much as some might know. Mm. I think he. Um, you ask him how many. You ask him how many group ones he's won. He's still not a hundred percent certain. He has mm. to think about it. And um, yeah, he he very much is the cliche of he's worried about the next race and he's. Uh, yeah, I think at the end of his career he'll look back and with a fair bit of pride, but I don't think he's someone that concerns himself about it too much. That's my, my feel okay. as his future manager. So the last day of the 2020-2021 racing season at uh, and we've got Belmont National Jockey Celebration mm. Day. The rail is out in the six-metre position, 16 degrees maximum, a bit chilly, but uh, it's been a wet old week. I think there's a bit more rain coming maybe today, mm. maybe tomorrow. What would you allow uh, for in the, uh, in the rail? In the rail, in the... Um, Six, seven, eight, six, we, seven, eight. We got four to ten Thursday, and we haven't had any yet, so I think they must all be coming this evening. Um, we've got eight to 15 Friday, and we got eight to 15 Saturday. Six to ten Sunday, it doesn't matter because we're not racing Sunday. That's a lot of... Um, that's a lot of rain, BJ. Um, in saying that, I allowed for a soft seven at Northern today and they're racing on a good four. Yeah. But uh, I reckon it's got to be a uh, – yesterday got downgraded to a heavy eight. It's got to be a heavy eight. It could be a heavy nine. And um, the big thing is we, we've seen these wet tracks recently, but it hasn't necessarily been raining during the meet. Mm. When it rains during the meets and all, uh, it's a different kettle of fish. Um, You're right, actually, because we've been pretty blessed. So, we have yeah. been. Yeah, you, you'll yep. find as well when it rains during the meets. Uh, well, I find that when it rains during the meeting, those that can race on speed and, and handle the going, very hard to get past. It's very hard to have a sharp uh, turn of foot and a bit of acceleration in the conditions where you're, uh, you're, your feet are getting stuck in the ground occasionally. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're trying, trying to accelerate on sort of half shifting yeah, services. Exactly, yeah, exactly right. So mm. those, uh, those tough animals on speed, we'll have a look for those. But uh, let's get stuck in, BJ. Small car, but I, to be honest, I like it. Okay, race one is the Fuller Fitness Handicap. Ratings 78 plus over 2,000 metres. Five runners, three of them are wearing the famous Cerise and White. This is a good race. Um, there's only five, so it's not going to excite too many, but um, this is a good race, and uh, I'm looking forward to watching it. From a betting point of view, there isn't much we can do here. Um, I spoke about Tina Kutu a few weeks ago, VJ. Uh, it uh, went around about $2.20, $2.30, and I, I was concerned it would lead, and we go, well, how is a horse? We think it's probably the best horse in the race, but it hasn't led before. Um, it hasn't been in that position over the, over the 2,000 metres. Do we really want to be? We might be seeing a similar situation here with Zaratite mm. um, from Barrier Five. I think the two options for Bob here are either one, Treasured Crown goes forward and leads the race and just sets up the bunny for Zaratite, uh, or two, Zaratite goes forward um, and leads. If Zaratite goes forward and leads, I don't want to be taking a dollar seventy. I still think it can win. Don't get me wrong, but um, I just I just feel this is a risky betting proposition here. Um, one horse that cannot win the race under any situation is Treasured Crown. It will not be suited in a five-horse sprinting, staying affair. Treasured Crown, 
just is is along with Bella's Idol is the two horses that can't win this race. So I thought I thought Brad Ruler might lead on Bella's Idol. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah potentially. So we'll, let, let him the trial. Let, and yeah, but it still uh, means something sort of end up in the breeze. Um, is that Zara or, or if they they might end up in a five file, single yeah. fire, yeah, potentially. Well, where, that, where does Pike end that up? race? Because Treasured Crown, he's drawn the widest. So for Pike, he's probably got to go breeze, or he's probably got to go to last. And last in a five horse field isn't an issue. Yeah, I I think he settled so well on a slow tempo. Um, when he had to settle on a slow tempo recently, I think it's, I'd love yeah. to. I'd love to see him just drop it out. Yeah. If I was on Zaratide at the dollar seventy, which I won't be at that price, I'd love to see him just drop it out. There was a um, similar five horse field, and I think the race was. I might have even been four horse field. Bella's right, Idol held up the entirety. Mar- Marachino, Marachino yeah. Bella's Idol, Double Jidge, and Mackenzie. Mackenzie. Oh, Mackenzie. Yeah. Was tailed off. Yep. So I think Pike did ride. Um, Marachino quite patiently on that occasion. Uh, Saucy Jack led and um, Bella's Idol sort of tracked. Yeah, that was quite a fast race actually. So tactics, tactics. I, I just thought uh, Brad, Brad Ruilla might throw caution to the wind and send Bella's Idol straight to the front and try to try to uh, make it into a staying contest. But either way, I, I can't see William Pike getting uh, looking for runs between horses again on Zaratite. He'll be pretty keen to keep this fellow in uh, open air, galloping room, and if he gets the room he requires, I think it's uh, it's game, set, match, Zaratite. Does it worry you if Zaratide ends up in the breeze? And, and let's put a horse like True Attraction um, right on its hammer, a horse that we know that runs really slick final 200s, um, back up to the staying trip, which should suit at this stage of the journey. Uh, loves the slop, ticks a lot of boxes, true attraction mm. from a point where it'll only probably be a length of Zaratite. And if Zaratite has to do some of the work, albeit likely not on the hottest of tempos, does that does that concern you to some degree? You worry that true attraction might be close enough to uh, cause a, a mini upset? Yeah, true attraction's the big the the main danger for mine. I marked yep. him second favourite. Yeah, me too. Not this small field. His effort over twenty two hundred metres two starts ago. The way that he was able to gun down Fiora last said uh, last start over a mile. Um, obviously, the Romoli, the the Pike to Romoli thing is is going to be is um, significant. Uh, and Zaratite just for me, I think Zaratite what probably wins by minimum length, length and a half. Last Saturday, if everything goes. Oh yeah, every, everything goes his way. I I get the impression that Zaratite's a Really talented horse on, on the rise. Yeah, so I think Zaratite's the best in the race, but I. You think if, if True Attraction uh, can't stalk yeah, it, yeah. if Zaratite has to lead them up or has to, yeah. has to, it's a different settle, different kettle of fish. So it'll be interesting. I do think they're trying to. Pike was booked for Zaratite very quickly. Yeah. Stuff, and there was no uh, thinking about which way he was going to go. And that's understandable after it was absolutely a good thing licked seven days ago. But um, you'd think they're trying to get Zaratite's rating up. So it wouldn't surprise me if, if Treasure Crown is the one that always carts them up here and. Um, they ride Zaratite to, to have the final crack and Pike puts it into the race from there. I don't know. That's the thing. What, we're, what, we're betting into a race where the a, same owner's got three of them. So the owner's going to – I mean, True Attractions one can't lead, so yeah. they won't lead. Um, but either one of Treasured and, Crown and Lonsdale or – Lady won't lead. No, one's long, exactly, exactly yeah. right. It's both vets' orders. Yeah. In fact, it can't jump. Um, Treasured Crown and Zaratite both begin reasonably well enough. Um, and there's obviously Bella's Idol. A lot so. hinges on what they do with Bella's Idol. The whole yeah. race depends on it. Yeah. Sticky, sticky race to bet in. At, at the price, Zaratite. I'm too – I think I'm the same. I do think Zaratite will win, yeah. but I'm – I just think it's a bit risky because yeah. we're just in these little I was two, I was $2. I'm 225 Zaratite. Yeah. I'm 380 
true attraction. It's 550 best I can see. Here. I was so, three, 350 true attraction. Yeah. There you go. So, yeah, this is one of those, and I, I'm always preach back the value, back the value, back the value, but I, I think I just think Zara Todd will win the race. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the plan will be exactly, but uh, yeah, the 550 true attraction will probably get me for something, but um, good race to watch and three very progressive stayers, BJ. All right. So for those who were interested in the, who listened to the Bernie Ryan interview and, and interested in the uh, cross country result, uh, those there who- There you go. Podium? Uh, saluted. Oh, yeah, it was a it was panels of fencing back to second. Oh, so, dearie, man. Yeah, Arla McGrady is the inter inter school uh, cross country champion. I think she's year four or year five, and uh, yeah, bolted in. Oh, well done to to Isla Mac. That's yep. incredible stuff. Few of the few of the post race first winner for the day. Few of the post race photos have come through, and everyone's yeah. wearing their one one hats. So they're <laughs> <laughs> I have to get them on the tweet. I think I like that. That's very good stuff. So congratulations, Isla, cross country inter school champion, and uh, yeah, and Cups gave every all the listeners the early mail there. And, he did. Uh, <laughs> he certainly did. He certainly did. All right, race two, Tab Touch, West Speed Platinum Handicap over the twelve hundred meters. Last Saturday, OBH got stretched out to the 1,400 metres and was just about home before being gunned down late by Mr. Mount Walker in a driving finish. Quick back up, back to 1,200 metres, which probably suits him a bit better. Um, well, yeah, his record would suggest that to be the case. Uh, does he find the front again, OBH, and is he a horse that you'll be looking at playing mm. Guru? Yeah, OBH off the seven-day backup is, oh, you trust the stable. They know what they're doing there. Uh, they know the horse well. Uh, a few feet issues and whatnot. So the seven days is is something of a concern for me. Holly and Lactar to Keshaw. Uh, I've probably got Keshaw just on a slightly lower rung than those two. Uh, uh, the, 14... the replacement was required due to an injury to Holly Watson? Yeah, Holly's out for the week, I think it is. Is so, that yeah. some sort of... Back issue, maybe. I think. Yeah, I'm not yeah. Sure. I'm thought not I heard sure. Darren say it was a back issue on the on mm -hmm. the call yesterday. Um, just a few slight um, queries in that sense. Um, a key for OBH here will probably be crossing I'm icy. Yeah. If you watch how they ride I'm icy, they're desperate to lead. It's just that the poor bug is not that quick early, mm -hmm. um, so they'll ride the ears off I'm icy to try and lead. But um, and OBH is a horse that can miss a step occasionally, mm -hmm. be a little bit slowly away. So it'll either lead or um, breeze. breeze outside of I'm icy. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a thin old race. So after that. the horse that. Knocked off OBH last Saturday was Mr. Mount Walker who yep, landed got a the, ten. who landed in the box seat. Yeah, uh, followed OBH peeled. So does this look who look, ran? Look who ran third and fourth. Megadon and Black Lightning. It was a thin old, thin old race. So classy macro. Mm. Three wide, no cover. Both runs to kick off its preparation. Draws one on Saturday. It's going to be horse. That, it's going to be horse that tags the leader. Uh, it's going to be the in the box. Yeah, uh, the well, classy macro is clearly the on top of for me. Here. Yeah, me too. Um, the concern from the speed map point of view is Stevie Parnham will try and lead on I'm icy. Peter might see that occurring. Um, have to let him cross, but then if OBH does jump well, uh, and OBH once accelerating probably goes quicker than I'm icy, and it just could leave us three back the fence, which is always a sticky spot to be in. But um, but yeah, it doesn't mean it's unwinnable. From mm. Three back the fence. I'm icy. Might even try and pop out to the breeze. Uh, looks like Magic has raced forward in the past. It was super Huge. on a cold pad last time yeah. out. Um, clearly relished the conditions. 
uh, it's it's one. She's one. If Classy Macri doesn't really get to the backable price that I need, um, she's one I might look at late on Betfair if we're talking twenty dollars type thing. I threw know? her in my leg up as well. Could be the blowout. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So, but no, I'm I'm definitely with Classy Macri. I've got her as long as I could at three dollars sixty. That price includes the fact that she could be three back the fence. That price includes that I'm not I'm not too concerned about the fence for Barrier One on a heavy uh, for race two on a heavy track because it won't be too chopped up by then, so it should be okay. But I should have I should have noted this at the start, BJ. Last time we raced at six meters, which we are on Saturday, that was that. If you're on the fence, you couldn't run a whole day. Right. So just with the rain around as well, I'm I'm weary of that. We're getting some pretty hot lanes. We're at eleven yesterday, and um, wide was not the place to be at all yesterday, even on the bog track. So. Uh, there are some concerns in that sense, and I'm trying not to let it affect my early decision-making processes too much because that, that cooks you mentally, um, but it's classy macro for me. I'd, I'd love to have the back of OVH um, ideally and with, with clear running and a softer uh, a softer going transit. I think they went eight lengths quicker to bench. It's at, as you said. Yeah, that was, a, that was a fast race, that bottle blast race. Lies and Deception yeah. and Fiery Water both absolutely shut the bed yeah. um, with a long way to go and um, went super to, to box on um, like uh, like he did after after an absolute bucket load of support as well. So I was hoping it might be missed a little bit here and we could see some five bucks to feel comfortable, but um, I think there's around four around at the moment. Look, it's probably a bet, but it's not one I'm going to be going over the top with, but classy yeah. macro for me. I like classy macro. One thing I'm interested to know, I was going back through its recent runs, last start, Christy Bennett, prior to that, Patrick Carberry, prior to that, Maddie Derrick, prior to that, Joe Azapardi, and prior to that, Brad Ruilla. Continuity? <laughs> would, would be handy, but I think um, Nucky, Pete Nucky's ridden this horse well before classy macro. Yeah, Jared Noski and Maddie Derrick are the yeah. two winning riders. Um, but Peter Nucky does do a fair bit of riding for Stephen um, Stephen Rowe. Rowe. So, yeah. um, look, I'm yeah happy going uh, that way. But um, just a few little queries at him, not make it a complete diving job, um, especially a smaller trainer as well. It's it's always uh, adds to the price to some degree, but I couldn't get it any longer. That was the longest price. Three sixty. It was three sixty. Yeah, I was so. three. I was three fifty. So classy yeah. macro for me to knock off OBH looks like looks like magic. Too good. Uh, the run was too good to ignore. First up for Bruce Hyde. Yeah, uh, down to fifteen, sixteen. She looks can like magic uh, now. If she well, so. she she replicates, she'll go close. Yeah, the mind tricks well in the market, but just note that the pads are on. So buyer beware. Race three is the barn martial arts and fitness plate. The barn. See you down there often, BJ. A little bit of jujitsu. Actually, I made it to the gym for the first time in a while yesterday. And How'd um, you go? I've got a bit of work to do. Yeah. I've got a lot of work to yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. bursting out of that shirt. It looks like it's going to rip yeah. apart. Protein shakes, mate. You know how it goes. No. Uh, the, uh, yeah, it was good to get get out of the house and do some do some fitness, yeah. actually. Yeah. That's what I got in my house. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's leave. the leave. The, the lair. The barn, the barn, martial arts and fitness. Might, oh. might have to go check it out. Mm. This is a two-year race, thirteen hundred meters. Search and Rocks is a nice filly. David mm. Harrison, not many trainers uh, going better than him at the moment. He is no. lying, and this filly is chasing a third straight win. We also have a very intriguing debutant in the cerise and white colours called Fine Romance. Has trolled up nicely, but there's a couple other. There's Couple of the last start winners, and there's a bit of bit of form to be, um, I guess, reviewed in this 
barn martial arts and fitness play. There's not a bad little race this for a winter two rod 1300 meter race, Terry, but I guess um, most people will be thinking that Search and Rocks uh, will be making it three straight. Yeah, I think uh, if Searching Rocks doesn't train off from the good draw, um, the map around it looks really nice too. Yep. I think Mount Nash will push forward, top of the mountain comes across. Forever Autumn from the wide gate probably races prominently, I'd say. I reckon outside leader Forever Autumn. So do yeah. I, yeah. So for me, it looks like a little 1-1 for Curiel and Searching Rocks. Um, I'm, I'm wary about it. I, Brad went up 3.20 this morning. It took a little, took me a little allotment of that, which will be a little saver on the race. So um, not... Um, not uh, complaining uh there but uh look it's just they're always just some concern about a two-year-old winning three in a row you know they just it's, they do train off eventually but it's his fourth fourth run for the prep yeah this yeah. is the stable you wanted in though isn't it so yeah. handle the going uh looks to matt well and yeah should be very very hard to beat again um i can't have the majority of the others i can't have forever autumn winning from the breeze like you said it's a 650 is way under the odds mount nash was unlucky last start but to me it looks like cjp has opted to ride for a non-durant runner which tells you a story about what they think of that runner. Uh, Eaton Search and Rocks had leaders back in the 1 1 two starts ago, and uh, Search and Rocks was stiff. Mount Nash got every chance, and Search and, Ro Search and Rocks beat Mount Nash comfortably. So hard to see it turning the table with this wall weight swing. Um, Kenny Jack can run a race. Went around a wild price midweek. Yeah, mid big week. price. Wasn't wild it? price midweek. Um, last Wednesday, fine romance will garner some support, and I'm really glad it's in this race because it chews up market percentage, BJ. Look, we, we saw one that we're all looking forward to going around yesterday called Treasured Star go around. It went well enough on debut. I mean, it started the $1.60. Then we saw a horse that trialed, <laughs> trialed poorly for me. It just trialed like a horse, uh, real danger. And it went around at four bucks or something, yeah. something wild, something wildly thin. And um, hard, yeah. hard to. Hard to win on debut, and it's hard to win on debut against horses that are fit, happy, and healthy. So Fine Romance looks a nice horse. Will probably be a good horse. Bob's you can never write off, but um, they're never the, they're, they're never ready ready to go on exactly debut. Right. Only the really, 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 really good ones. Um, exactly. And most of them, most of the really good ones win midweek as well. They knock off little midweek opposition. So I'm, yeah, we, the good ones nearly get beaten on debut yeah. too, and some of them do get beaten on debut. Well, I mean, um, it doesn't. It's not. It's not the be all and end all for them. Exactly so it's right. it's all part of a bigger bigger scheme or a grander plan for the Cerise and White. But Fine Romance for the Pedigree Buffs is a full to full sister to Pure Devotion mm. who ran second in the WA Oaks and, and the, the Natasha. Pure Devotion was a slow sort of beginner. She yep. needed a few runs to, to show her best in the ground as well. So, um, But, I mean, the trials have been really, really good. This looks a nice horse, Fine Romance. 100% however, it does. The, however, Search and Rocks. When it won two starts ago, it got back, uh, came with a three-wide run, swooped and smashed them. Last start, uh, sort of 1-1 one, one almost, uh, got held up, had to had to quicken through a gap on the inferior part of the track. It was a good win. It was a good, good win. This this horse has got, got some proper talent, Searching Rocks. Yep. So as Terry said, if she holds form, Harrison flying, if Searching Rocks holds from form, from the draw, super confident Kira Yule on board. Bloody hard to be. I was, yeah, um, I was three thirty though. So oh, were you? Yeah, I was two forty. So were you? I was uh, yeah, I was two forty, and I could have, I would have had it shorter. I just, I, I factored in the risk. Yeah. with the two year old. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised a little bit. In, in saying that, I'm eleven dollars fine romance. So yeah, are, I was, you, are you second pick? Second pick, fine yeah. romance. Yeah. So my, my second pick uh, is a horse called Success Play, and mm. I think this might be one of the best, uh, better value bets for the day. It's only a point or two below Mandy territory at the time of talking. So hopefully it drifts. 
in the next hour or so, BJ, and then mm. I can use it at the end of me. My man was uh, skidding tins last week and yes. ended up paying $10. Yes. <laughs> well, bless his little heart. Yeah. It was a, um, yeah, interesting old day. Skin and tins. I only had two winners on the day, skin and tins and um, and the horses that beat Trojan Crown. Again, we just spoke about price in that race and said if either of them get out to something silly. And I, I remember saying $5 Treasured Crown and someone laughed at me. Mm. I, or I might have said to say, I can't it was on the podcast or to someone else and um, end up getting it. Nearly touched six bucks. It's just over betting and we got lucky, let's be honest. But um, anyway, digressing, success play here. Um, I've got a clear second elect on debut. I think a few people might forget the debut run because it was a fair while ago now. It was actually on Railway Stakes Day. Uh, it was a day where nothing made any real ground. A lightning fast Ascot track came from dead last on debut. It was it was the run of the day. Like, it was simply the run of the day. Um, went for a spell straight away. Came back and it was ridden forward first up in a little seven-horse Northern Maiden, which on paper doesn't look like a good thing to run third in. But there was a horse three deep pestering. Um, there was the leader. So it was sandwich. You know, you yeah. get that sandwich run. I ne never liked that. Uh, boxed on well to run third. The winner was Hoyan. Group three winner, Hoyan. And the second horse we haven't seen again since was a horse called Serviceman. Is that the Bob McPherson yep, horse? Yeah, who, who came from last and was um, might have been a nice horse. We, we don't know. what's. I'm not sure what's happened with Serviceman. Mm. Whatever happened to. Um, but I, I'm not too perturbed about that effort i think it was quite a nice effort might be a better horse ridden cold as well um came out in the magic millions after that blinkers went on and was beaten a long way never a happy horse spelled instantly you're always happy to put lines through two-year-old runs like that when they're spelled instantly two trials this time in and it's funny stuff bj both of those trials and i look for the barrier draws in trials because it sort of dictates where they have to settle mm -hmm. drew the widest in both barriers i don't know how they come up with who settles where in the barriers or draws where in the barriers. But drew the widest in both. Showed enough gate speed, but Chrissy Parnham's first trial sat four deep the trip, found the line really nicely. Um, second trial hit the line really, really well behind Tricks of the Trade, who came out and, um, and won yesterday. Look, from barrier one, it lands leaders back, three back the fence, one of those two spots. It's early in the day, so again, unless the fence is... Um, Quicksand. Um, I, I got no issue early in the day being in that spot. Love the two trials, and I love the fact that he's on he's thirteen hundred meters. Uh, is the go here for him uh, after two trials? One trial or fresh at thirteen hundred? That might be difficult. Um, he's a real point of difference horse. Just uh, on that on that first up run, and it's uh, wild that he's eighteen nineteen bucks. For ultimate me. gear change as well. The ultimate gear change. Oh, he's 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 lost him. Doesn't stop Spotty from trying to read everything that's around. That's it, to be Interesting honest. Interesting that they kept him a cult, um, Neville Parner, but he, uh, I, I imagine people have laughed at Neville for keeping horses like Playing God and God Has yeah. Spoken and Rommel Colts. And now, worth and a couple now, of Bob, aren't they? And now Playing God and Rommel are like two of the leading sides in, in mm. WA. So I wonder, wonder if they, this horse had shown them enough to keep as a cult and they were. Then it was just got to a point where his racing career depended on him being um, being a gelding, really. So, yep. but yeah, forgot the runner, a hundred percent. I backed him in both starts last prep. Um, so die actually in the uh, in the Mimmer, Mimmer, Magic Million. He's actually drifting as we speak, so I'm, I'm probably going to get that price. Nineteen dollars. I'm looking now. So yep. yeah, wild. He, he's uh, he's a massive chance. It does look um, for me. I went searching rocks and the big watch on fine romance. But what I price can, were you? Um, Success play? Yes. $9. Yeah, I'm six. So I was six fifty. I had a five fifty initially too. I wobbled yeah. that round a bit. I mean, just 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 looking at the horses above it, top of the mountain, had every chance on that leader bias track. Forever Autumn's gonna have to race in the breeze after getting leaders back. Candy Jackson, nice winner. I got that third, I got actually got that third in line. The 750 is my mark. Uh Mountain Ash. 
telling that CJP's hopping off an Adam Durant runner, BJ. I, yeah. I find that really telling. And then American Trooper, I think's a nice enough horse, but um, from the draw, it's, it's going to be difficult. And I'm, I'm clearly taking on fine romance. So. Yeah. Um, I, think that's, I think that's where our price is. That's why I've yeah. ended up. In well, the, still, in the even, even, it's, it's still double. Was, it's still double your price at the moment. So, oh yes, um, uh, success play, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. So, no, I'm really, really happy being on here. Definitely no moral or anything of that nature. But uh, price wise, wild stuff. Getting this nearly twenty bucks, BJ. So, success play each way for me with the value. Okay, so we forgot to mention in our in our intro just bef- um, before Terry. Betfair Edge. Who are you? Who are you getting on the uh, the Betfair Edge tomorrow? Oh, I haven't organised it yet. Sen. It's Miles a- Fitzner, Terry Layton. The uh, have an hour's WR Racing show there. Did you hear last week what Michael again? Jeremy said. Tell the listeners. He told us reflectivity will go forward and be very hard to run down. It'll run a big race. So I didn't have a cent on. I wasn't that smart. Mm-hmm. Each way. What price? Um, Place. Uh, one of the owners, Chrissy Nelson, uh, one of our good mates. Mm-hmm. Um, Friend of the shout. He said he took seventeen dollars a hole. Uh, but yeah, it was a very funny. I don't know if you can. It'd still be on there last yeah, week's yeah, episode, yeah. wouldn't it? Go back and listen to the Michael and Jan Jemmy interview, and uh, we discussed um, the molten plunge up in Broome as well. It's only a little ten-minute interview. It's not a longy. We've only got a short show, but um, that was very actually. Yeah, that was my favourite one thus far. And um, Cripper was on uh, a little holiday, um, so we had uh, we do a little segment at the end, just Cripper's. Corner Cripper Sniper, he gives us his best uh, for the weekend and he was away. So we threw it to the Young Gun, Rising Star uh, rising Series rising star series winner. Is that right? That's, yeah. That's right. Latham Anderson. And um, he got his gun out and went bang. Nobel Lawrence. One bet, one one tip, one bet. About six bucks. Off he went. So if Cripper ever uh, pulls Amy again, we've got uh, an adequate replacement. Mm. It's good to see the lads getting a yell. And Riley's still doing God, his thing. God right? bless Lucy. God bless Lucy. Hey. It, was a, it was a nice old ride. Um, I don't think the rail was necessarily that crash hot either. So, um, yeah, cracking, cracking ride, but um, all's well. All as well. All's Bet well. for Edge, Fridays, Terry Layton, Miles Fitzner, download the app. Very good. Race, good plug. <laughs> Race four like is the WAJA Handicap, West Australian Jockeys Association Handicap, 72 plus 1,600 metres. And uh, the Spruker, one of the revelations of the winter, mm. he is going for a fifth straight Metropolitan victory um, and the Connections will be hoping for another little, more, not so little, another significant West Speed bonus before he turns four on Sunday, Guru. Yeah, well, the Connections of this horse have been absolutely kissed on the willy, haven't yeah. they? Um, yeah, uh, it's a really nice horse. That's definitely not what I'm saying. But uh, that last, Sean McGrady has ridden uh, him a treat and even last start went to the breeze on a day he needed to be forward and he's, he's fallen past uh, Kelly's Callisto. It was a tremendous steer. Um, I was speaking to you yesterday on the on the blower and I told you I think this is the this is where the uh, the streak comes to an end though, BJ. Um, this race to me looks a pretty simple setup in regards to fewer rolling. Kelly's Callisto in the breeze. Um, I think the Spruker can grab the back of Fura, which is a really nice spot Good to spot. be in running. And I think Picture Perfect can then probably stalk the Spruker. That should be the race. Those three, the Fura, the Spruker, Picture Perfect. In my mind, Fura will give a big kick. Um, can carry weight. Um, yeah, absolutely no issue with the kick the Fura is going to give. And the fact he'll put in a massive sight. Um, but for me... 
with the little weight swing, second up. These Bob Peters runners, and we're seeing money come for them too because they are just handling these conditions so much better than every other horse. And Picture Perfect finishes a lot closer with any luck last start. It looks to have come back because you go back to the trial before that now and you go, well, that was pretty sharp too. I think it might have come back a better horse. And Picture Perfect's a clear favourite for me here. And um, it's a rarity that we get um, – a nice price. It was six bucks as much as this morning. I'm, mm. I'm still waiting to hear if I'm on yet. It'll probably be on at four fifty, but that's okay. I'm three dollars, and um, yeah, I'm confident. Picture perfect can get the job done. And Fury is the biggest danger for me, and it's above my price too. So I'm potentially could even save Fura. Big go. Picture perfect four fifty. Get your money back. Fury at about four bucks, and take on the Spruker. I'm six bucks a Spruker. Okay. I was the equal favourite, the Spruker and Pitcher Perfect, and mm-hmm. I put Pitcher Perfect on top because I knew that the Spruker would uh, be starting favourite, um, or well, be opening favourite anyway, but very hard to ignore the way that Pitcher Perfect sort of worked home in limited galloping room in the straight, sort of got squeezed up between runners, but still, if you watch the replay, watch the last 50 metres, mm-hmm. he sort of comes from half length behind special choice and canvas and ends up like blousing them for, for fourth. Be on me next start, it right? I loved, I loved the when he got chopped, how he picked up and sprinted. I went back through Picture Perfect's mm. start-by-start form and it's interesting. All his form was basically 2,000 metres, 1,800 metres yep. plus. So for him to start first up at 1,400 metres, is that a change? We in, see this, don't we? Yeah, it's, it's, it's – We see this. Yeah, it's a, yeah, is it a change in philosophy? What's going on here for – That's my philosophy. For Grant Alana Williams. So – but. He, you're right, Terry. He does. He did look. He did look um, sort of in the zone in his trials, and then he brought that to, to race day the other day in this small field with Fura rolling along and Kelly's Callisto applying pressure and making it a genuine mile. How does that impact the Spruker at his first chance at a mile at the end of a really long and successful campaign? The Spruker is going to get the gun run, but is he going to be strong enough with 58 kilos at the end of a mile to withstand Picture Perfect, who's just going to stalk with Pike? conserving and just getting a last crack at them. He, he has to catch the Führer and then hold off Picture Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. the two. If he, can, if he can win this, then like, yeah, too good. I'll doff, I'll doff my cap. Too good, but you're I'll right. Like he's what? He is two, six, 265 short. at the moment. I'm, I'm actually upwards of $6 the Spruker here, so that's wildly short for the Spruker. Yeah. Uh, but look, I, I don't want to knock the Spruker because he's such a good little horse, but I'm, I'm with you too. I think this race is just the way that the setup is and the – the, the way that the race is going to play out, it does look as though Picture Perfect is going to be the most advantaged. And if you go back through Picture Perfect's runs, uh, his two best performances to my eye were his last start. I really like that first, yeah. even though he ran fourth. And um, the other time was when he was backed off the map, it was on a soft seven. Um, so he's two times on a soft seven heavy eight. Which is that when he won? It is when he won, yep. yeah. Yeah, Mon- and who he beat uh, on, and don't forget, that was a wet track, soft seven, obviously. Divine, Divine Shadow, Shadow. Yeah. who came out, next time he came out in a wet track, won the... Pinjarra Cup by six lengths or something like that. So that makes that form look even better. So uh, I didn't think, is, I did not think I'd be excited. It is 2,200-meter form though, isn't it? It's interesting that I just um, – yeah, we'd love to know yep. the, the while we're going the slow build up this prep in comparison He's just to, come back a better horse. Maybe, yeah. Not a horse, He's always, a horse. always looked like – there was something there with Picture Perfect. Maybe as a as a late maturing sort of five year old heading into his six year old season, we might start seeing the best of him. But yeah, especially from a price point of view, I think I think we've got to have a go at this Picture Perfect. At six dollars earlier was wild. Um, Fear for me is the main danger. Um, leading, kicking, off and going. Always worry second up, long spell. But that first up hit out on the thirteenth of July. Um, 
that was almost like a run on its own, going around in a minute 0192 on a heavy eight. So that's probably less of a factor. So picture perfect. If if the Fury gets out to over four bucks, I'm going to chop and um, not lose on the race and really take on the Spruker. Okay. All right. Picture perfect for the both of us in race four. Let's take a break and we'll come back with the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind. Stay with us. It's now time for the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind competition. That's right, Guru. The Mundaring has been the heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street. Mundaring, if you're in the neighbourhood, up in the hills, drop in, see the publican Ian Butchie O'Connor. Say good day and let him know that you listen to the 1-1 and he'll roll out the red carpet for sure and certain. Last week it was Matt Price. He went stride for stride with Timmy Marlowe and got his nose in front right on the line exactly when it counts. Um, and today, he faces off against a young man with a strong pedigree in Tom Wolfe. Welcome to the show, Tommy. Hey, boys. How are we? Good, Tommy. It's good to have you on. Um, how are the confidence levels heading into uh, heading into the showdown with a, a fairly um, – a race fit customer, someone that uh, has taken all before him thus far. Yeah, I'm not sure. Hopefully, you can uh, sneak a few Steve Wolf trivia questions in the thing to help me out. But, uh, I don't know. We'll see how we go. Well, I actually did the questions this week, and I don't know what order BJ is going to read them out in, but I have got one in there. Actually, a little bit of a spoiler alert early, so you might uh, oh, you might be lucky. Uh, Pricey, up now, Pricey, we've just seen Kyle Charm is uh, losing a very tight photo. It was Timmy Marlowe last week, as uh, BJ alluded to. Um, how are the confidence levels? How's the week been? Um, we ask this most weeks, but how's life changed? Just just tell us a little about being the um, the current uh, WRC mastermind. Yeah, I'm I'm more or less used to the same now, so um, it's just just second nature to me. Yeah, but the whole office is getting behind it because I think I'm going to take him out to the Mundaring for an office department lunch. <laughs> <laughs> they're all they're all getting behind it, but I um I said I needed a few of them, so I said I need a few more vouchers first. Well, we so that so another one will be th- if we get up three. to three three hundred. How yeah. many how many people are we talking? That'll do it. Yeah, um, oh, this there? could be there's, it. There's, there's seven of us, so uh, make or break today. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. you might you might you might declare after this one's down on the balcony and wave them in. You reckon? <laughs> <laughs> the whole the whole department is uh, is uh, waiting to see whether Matt Price can uh, make it three mastermind victories in a row. So, Matt, Tom, your names are your buzzers. Let's get into it. So, to be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to be the first person to answer three questions correctly. Terry. Challenger, are you ready? Yep, ready. Mastermind, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I just sound like one of the um, there are bebop and rock steps from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I just for some reason that's how I felt like I sounded then. All right, three, two, one. Question one. Name the hoop. So before we start, all these are uh, ah, yes. Oh, yes. So we better say uh, due to not due to because we're uh, commemorating and celebrating National Jockey Celebration Day this weekend. All these questions are jockey-based questions. So uh, just to get in the spirit of the festivities. So question one, which hoop rode all of the following to victory in the 2020-2021 racing season? Buzz in as soon as you know. Dance music in the Northern Cup. Kiss on all. Matt. Oh, 
I think I've gone early here. Brad Parnham. Oh, oh, well pricey. done. What were the other couple, BJ? Uh, Kiss on all four cheeks in the Listia Classic and Kalaroo in the Faritha Stakes. So Very good. A few, uh, few black type successes there for Bradley Parnham. Indian Pacific as well. I didn't put that one in. That was too, I would have made it too easy. Okay. Question two. It was a big season for the Roy Rogers team in the Great Southern. Who was aboard Ruffy Echo Effect when winning the Fitzpatrick Plate? Tom Wolfe. Wolfie. Was it Carleen Heffel? Oh, oh, I like that. That's almost for me. That's a two pointer. Do you know that's what really I like? The top Tom Wolf. Yeah, the full name. Top, full yeah. name. <laughs> what, what's your middle name, Tom? It's um, Wolf. That's all. Tom I need that next time if you want. Tom Wolf. All right, one one. Question one 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 one. Question three. Podcast, eh? <laughs> we aren't <laughs> we aren't far away from the 2021 Carnarvon Cup. Name the jockey who took out the 2020 Cup on Espresso Lass. Was it A? Tom. Oh, Tom. Oh, <laughs> no, no. Oh, should I give it? Should I give it? Uh, well, you can either. Our uh, adjudication here, because we weren't yeah. sure it was going to be a three way. Do you want to start it again and have your name back, or do you want to have a crack now that you've said your name? I'll have my name back, thanks. Okay, uh, sorry, sorry, we should have said it was a multiple choice. We're, okay, so we aren't far away from the 2021 Carnarvon Cup, but which jockey took out the 2020 Cup on Espresso Lass? Was it A, Ben Patterson, B, Lactar Ramoli, C, Keshaw Duran? Tom. Tommy. Was it Keshaw? It was Keshaw. Do run, run, yeah, I run. I think it was a big uh, before, but yeah. I think it was 100 to 1 as well. Yeah, I was going to say it was a price. Espresso for Michelle Valentine. Yeah. So, pricey. You haven't uh, – yeah. actually, was he down 2 1 last week? Uh, tonight. Yeah, I mean, I was actually. Yeah, yeah. this is, this is um, I was, this is chartered territory. Tom's right? up and about, though, so I'm a bit nervous. Yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> it's coming. It's going. Uh, okay, question four. Which ex-jockey recently took up a role as a cadet harness racing steward? Matt. Buddy. Matt. Buddy. Uh, Matt. Peter Hall. No. no. Tommy. That is, uh, oh. Yeah. Tommy, it, for, uh, the, Tommy for the win. You got five seconds. I think you gave the answer. Tom? Was it Ellie Eckbar? Oh, oh, he's done it. <laughs> he's, he's done, done it. it. Oh, he's done it. The office is going hungry, promising. <laughs> Going hungry. No steak sandwiches, sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> Not only did we, uh, for the listeners there, we 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 watched the Cole Chalmers in the hundred meter freestyle final uh, while uh, while we were waiting to to press the record button and. Uh, Matt Price was on delay, so not only did we spoil the result for him, but uh, we spoiled this result for him. Well, Tommy Wolf spoiled the result for him, didn't he? So, it's been a tough couple of minutes for Price. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <laughs> congratulations, uh, Tom Wolf. He is our new WA Racing mastermind. Uh, passed the torch by Matt Price. Mate, Matt, thanks for contributing to the show and uh, for being a really good champion, a really good sport. And uh, those $200 gift vouchers to the Mundaring. Just got some freshly minted ones from Ian Butchie oh, O'Connor during the week. So I'll whack them in the post on my way home from the recording session. No, this thanks afternoon. for that. Well done, Tom. Cheers, mate. Well done. You'll have to pick your two least favourite colleagues or three least favourite colleagues to um, to pay for their own meals. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Matt. Thanks again. And, no, uh, right. Thanks, guys. And congratulations again. Tommy Wolf. Well done, Wolfie. Now, Wolf. Wolf Beautiful. Cheers, boys. You are uh, you're currently uh, you're a bit of a jack of all trades, but at the moment you are currently helping out Luke Fernie, Terry's private trainer. <laughs> 
Uh, now, uh, they're, uh, just for the listeners, Yemen Lass, part owned by Terry Layton, heading to Kalgoorlie on Sunday. Are you going to be part of the uh, Kalgoorlie expedition, Tom? <laughs> no, I won't. I'll leave that up to Luke. Um, he likes to go home there and kind of, you know, wave his flag around, show everyone how good he's going back home. So <laughs> I'll leave that one up to him. Is it true that they drive him into town on the back of a ute and he's sitting in a throne with a... Uh, with a, a scepter <laughs> and a uh, and a crown on his head. Yeah, he's got the crown. He's doing the clean wave. They yeah. they out of his house as you're seeing. So yeah. And uh, Tommy Wolf, nephew of Steve, will you? Are we launching the Spruker again on 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 Saturday? What are you? What's the? Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, five in a row? Yeah, I don't know. He likes winning that horse, doesn't he? So he's not doing. Can't do much more than what he's already doing. So yeah, he might have to. I think. And your dad, Brett uh, Weevil. Uh, he uh, he's a part owner in uh, Red Can Man and Export Man. What uh, what were the thoughts after Red Can Man uh, finishing six feet in the length in the uh, Bletchingley at Caulfield last Saturday? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was halfway through the footy game, so I didn't actually get to see it until after. But yeah, I don't know. It just looked like he couldn't really go with him when they sprinted. So hopefully he can bounce back. I think they're still keen to press on to the men's and whatnot. So yeah, I think it's still all systems go over there for the big fella. Good man, Tom. All right, so are you going to be uh, available to uh, attempt to go back-to-back masterminds next Thursday morning? Yeah, I'll make myself available for you boys, I'm sure. <laughs> Good man. Thanks, Tom. Congratulations again. All right, cheers, boys. Thanks, Thanks Tom. Cherry, we've got a new mastermind. Tell you what, every week I, I predict um, who's going to win it, and every week I'm wrong. So that was, uh, yeah, a, a demolition from Tommy. I love the uh, the deep country knowledge there with, uh, with Keshaw and um, what was the other? Well, they need the Ali Asfar question. Ah, uh, the Carleen, Carleen, Heffel, Carleen yeah, Heffel one. Yeah, yeah that's uh, that's pretty impressive stuff because I, I reckon um, as someone who wouldn't miss a race in Albany or Mount Barker, I might have struggled to get that one that quickly. So, <laughs> yeah, um, impressive stuff. Well-deserved win. And um, yeah, the, the lads just keep elevating, don't they? They do. I think um, when I messaged Tom to ask him to come on, he goes, uh, he goes I can't believe it's taking you this long to ask. So obviously, <laughs> obviously he was very bullish about his – his mastermind prospects and uh, shone through on the, on the big stage this he's, morning. He's already at the Christmas party, isn't he? Yeah, in his, yeah, yeah. He's, he's making he's making a charge. So uh, thanks again to Matt Price and congratulations, Tom Wolf. We'll get him on again next Thursday to defend his ground. The $100,000 feature of the day is the National Jockey Celebration Day Sprint. Only the six horses to face the starter at this stage. Uh, Indian Pacific, he has the market cornered, a group one horse resuming in this 1,000 metre dash. He does have the 62 kilos. He got a significant ratings hike thanks to his second placing in the group one Newmarket handicap down the Flemington Strait. But uh, he's a pretty good horse. He's on the way up, destined for bigger and better things. Is it a matter of Indian Pacific just showing up, Terry, or do you think there's other factors at play here that uh, there could be a bit of an upset brewing? Um, well, it wouldn't be an upset to me. Um, I marked him. I've got him third favourite, so I just I think the market's gone a bit. Uh, I've got the blinkers on a little bit here, BJ, in regards to the setup of this race. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's got a lot of weight and he's only getting in because it's 62 kilo max. He's only yep. getting in a half a kilo better than he should here. And he's taken a lot of uh, a lot of beatings um, from the handicapper, so he's really going to feel it. I, 
I don't know. When a horse has a gut buster on a Monday, a trial, um, I, I, I spe- with the sprinters, I, I feel it's it's hard work to back up five days later, especially when you're talking soft five to a heavy eight. So, um, yeah, just there's a few queries here for me. Indian Pacific won't lead this race. Uh, I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Mervyn will obviously lead them up. I think Charlton Eddy from the barrier maybe tucks in on Mervyn. Um, Indian Pacific to the breeze, don't fuss, 1-1. One, one. Yep. Is that how you are? Yep. I mean, there's a chance they'll decide that Charlton, they think Charlton Eddie's a better horse with clean air and they'll say, let's kick up, um, land in the breeze. And that means Indian Pacific might try and tuck in potentially with the 62. I don't know. All, all I know is that last time Indian Pacific and Mervyn came head to head, there was 0.2 of a length between them. Um, Indian Pacific just got the job done and um, there's an eight and a half kilo swing to Mervyn. Now, I don't like Mervyn here so much um, because this is a uh, – Mervyn for me is paddling in the heavy conditions late, mm-hmm. um, but I also don't think Mervyn's probably completely impossible. On his day, Mervyn's a double horse. You've just got to ride him simply, get him to the front, roll him along and hope that he has a big art mm. that particular day. Um but it's a really difficult task backing up for me or five days for a sprinter with 62 kilos outside a pretty hot tempo with um, some reasonable ones parked in behind you, BJ. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm potentially being a little bit harsh on Indian Pacific here, but um, I think the $1.90 or whatever we're looking at. So bare, bare, bare bones price for me. So I've got, I mean, the biggest roughie in this race, some markets at the moment, is Floyd and... I've marked Floyd three dollars ten, so it's mm. needless to say where uh, where I'm heading. Last year's winner of Last this race was Floyd. So I think Floyd gets it back at Don't Fuss. I think Don't Fuss is a horse. Don't Fuss won the race two years ago. As well. Yes, and that's a horse I'll be saving on. Just okay. a bit of a spoiler, but uh, look, I think Floyd uh, will follow Don't Fuss everywhere it goes. Um, Indian Pacific will battle strongly, and look, who knows? It comes out and brains them, then. Big things ahead for yeah. Indian Pacific, but uh, I just think Floyd, with the weights, fresh, goes nicely fresh, uh, loves these conditions. Stable going good. Stable going super. The winkers come off. If you go to his first up run last campaign on the 17th of April uh, on a good four behind River Bow carrying 59 and a half, go back and have a look at that run. He's run eighth of 10. Doesn't look all that crash out on paper. One of the runs of the day. I think you ran the fastest. Last two. Yeah, yeah, it was just phenomenal um, how big a run that was. So um, I think the market's forgotten a little bit here about the uh, the quality of, um, of this bloke and, and the type of sprint he possesses in a uh, in, in a small little field so um pretty happy to be on it and don't fuss absolutely grows a leg off seven days grows a leg in the wet will grow a leg with pikey going on for chris graham christy bennett chris graham and its last three um the thousand meters is the pet trip stalks in pacific with eight kilos less and, and a bit more fitness under its belt um yeah happy to be aboard those two big go floyd money back don't fuss okay uh I just look at Indian Pacific and think of him as a horse on the way up, whereas I think most of these horses are, have probably hit their hit their marks. And I don't know if there's a lot more, well, maybe Charlton Eddie, but a lot, or definitely Charlton Eddie, but not a lot more, not another level that they can go to. If Indian Pacific turns up breathing fire, he could smoke these. Sixty-two. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think that'll that'll be the determining factor. Uh, I think it's just going to be on the day whether he's. He's cherry ripe. He's won with 60, beat, beat Windstorm. Windstorm, beat yeah. Windstorm one day with 60 kilos. Did get it nicely in front that day though. He, yeah, and that was a 1,200. I think mm-hmm. fresh as well. He's, he's, he's going to burn in the Pacific. And uh, uh, he could be, 
he, Here we go. He could no, he could be just simply way too good for these yeah. horses, you know. So some horses weight doesn't seem to affect them as much as others. Yeah. Um so that that'll be a telling point. Sprinters as well can get away with it when they're up and built momentum and stayed out of trouble. But um yeah, I don't know. The dollar ninety for me is um yeah. I've 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 clearly got an alternate yeah, opinion no, yeah. on this race uh to most. Um but the dollar ninety, that's that's thin. What price? What price are you? I was even money, yeah, but I'm, I'm wow. expecting it to to get out. Yeah. Um. Oh dear. So yeah, I could have me uh, pants pulled down here, couldn't I? Mate, and saying that we got Nerodio beaten last week, I told you, I just, just had yeah. a feeling Nerodio was going to get beaten last week. Well, did was, something come out that impacted the speed of nah, that race? There was no no. Nah. There yeah. was, I actually was talking to a few people. I said oh, it's not impossible. It ends up without cover here. Yeah. It's been beginning really well and. Yeah, so mm, she's probably a little bit disappointed. She didn't, Stephanie didn't follow her own Into sort of this thought race, process because yeah. she would have loved to have stalked um, Indian Pacific and um, Mervyn here. So. Yeah, it might have been the end of prep run as well. Yep. But, yeah, Indian Pacific for me, class horse, uh, ridden for speed. I reckon he might just be too fast for these and might be uh, and is a class above. Terry's going for Floyd and a saver on Don't, don't fuss. fuss. Yeah, I liked the... Um, Price Brad went up yesterday with Don't Fuss, but uh, Thanks, Brad. still, it's enough. Yeah, I'm, I don't know how I've got them. I'm 310 and 410. Okay. <laughs> Floyd and Don't Fuss. So I'm five bucks in the Pacific. Okay. So Very good. I'm breeding out. Usually I try and like water that down a bit and yeah. stretch them out, and but that's what I've gone up with. So yeah, right or wrong, uh, let's go. Looking forward to it. Race six, Tony's 50th birthday handicap. Happy birthday, Tony. Happy birthday. Tony, congratulations. Yeah. You made it to 50. Don't look well a day done. over 30. <laughs> Uh, 1,000 metres, special conditions, handicap. Oh, what are we – is Mickey – have we got a scratching yeah, here? Yeah, out. Mickey Blue Eyes yeah. raced first up at Belmont yesterday. Mm -hmm. He has been scratched by the Ganjimis this morning. Therefore, we have a seven-horse field, another pay one-two on National Jockey Celebration Day. Mm, yeah, there's a few old pay one-twos, isn't there? There is. Not much paying – Three fours. Um, now we we really liked Express Time the other day. P mm. P A. That was a tough uh, tough watch, wasn't it? <laughs> P A was on the uh, was on the show, and it was basically if this horse finds a rail in front, put down your put, no, put, put a, down your glasses. Yeah, it was a um, gift. It was a gift, and uh, whack uh, Express Time appropriately uh, whacked him. That's right. And I made the. Uh, well, what do I have to do? Go do a lap around Belmont naked if it didn't start favourite, which yeah. didn't by the time the podcast came out because we were a day late, mm. it was favourite. But when, when I said that, it was a point. It was a full dollar below the favourite. Snippy Miss? Yeah. Mm. I don't okay. talk about Snippy Miss anymore. Uh, so the thing with this setup is, though, is Express Time going to find the rail in front and can he win from the breeze? Uh, I think this is harder. He carries yeah. um, more weight. Uh, Same half weight. a kilo more. Half yeah. a kilo more. Uh, he does have the silks on, which um, Bernie um, Bernie will be happy with there. Mm -hmm. Like the silks. Um, but it's not just will he find the breeze. It does he have a horse three deep outside of him in Sassy Trader mm. going up and, and being a pest as well. And, so and to, the, to, to so, rise so again, we're thinking, we're thinking drink what you like, rails in front, yeah? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, it wouldn't surprise me even if they try and change tack with drink what you like a little bit and, and take a sit because it is pulling a bit of a hammy, um, pulling a bit of a – it's hard. His small in size late in um, late in her races, but in saying that, this is eleven hundred back to a thousand um, on the wet track as well. Sometimes on these wet tracks, you can get to the top and roll. And as we said, it's hard to make ground. So it looks just to me, it looks a sticky map. And I'm 
I've I've timed Express Time very well this campaign. So mm. two wins. We've been on both those two. I've taken it on its other two. So I'm taking it on this time, BJ. Definitely not on board here. Um, but finding the winner, I, I just went into this race going, this is going to be a nightmare. I, yeah. Blazing Billy wasn't competitive uh, his last performance in December. Um, you see that a lot. Anne King seems to have picked up a lot of runners. She picked one up yesterday from Simon Miller, Bourbon Bow. Yeah. Did you watch that race? Yeah. On the turn, was that just going to win by panels? I wasn't. I wasn't. I didn't have really have a bet in that race. I, I did like Will Chino, but couldn't get on the early price, so just sucked it. Um, but Blazing Billy, um, uh, not Blazing Billy, uh, Bourbon Bow on the turn. It was just wasn't it just travelling like it was going to win? I think it's run last. Mm. That was incredible stuff. I've never seen a horse travel that um, travel that well and. Give it up that quickly, but um, it was a nice trial from Blazing Billy. It's just I'll just have a watch. I think first up from from a long break. Sassy Trader is a hard horse to trust, and it's probably three deep no cover here. I'd say, but which, which they'll probably be happy with on a wet track with the with the fifty three. Um, first law, I think, is just a battler. It looks like Chris Parnham has opted to ride Strathmore Rose. To rise again is just a battler. Mm -hmm. So that leaves um, the horse that'll park in behind him. That Chrissy Parnham and Scotty Embry have opted. To ride in Strathmore, Strathmore Rose. Rose, and yeah. I've um, clearly got Strathmore Rose on top. Uh, lots of five bucks this morning, which was a really nice price. Three ten at the moment doesn't really excite me all that much, but I'm two seventy mm. Strathmore Rose. So uh, clear elect. Think it'll park in behind. Loves the wet conditions. There's plenty of speed in this, and they're all they're all just horses, you know, or hard to trust. Um, in saying that, Roy Rogers hasn't had a winner for a couple of months now, and this is first up, no trial, so you need to be backing this with a bit of trust. But 350, 360, upwards of that, I'll be on Strathmore Rose, I think. Okay. I mark Express Time and Strathmore Rose equal favourites, $4. Mm -hmm. uh, I had ended up landing with Express Time on top in the leg up. He's just a proper 1,000-metre horse. The way that he won the other day is obviously in good nick. Uh, it's going to give himself every opportunity up on top. So he's got race fitness. He's got form on his side. He did win from the breeze with Brad Parnham on four starts ago, uh, and it was just it was just Strathmore Rose first up, no trial. Um, Roy Rogers stable is the off season for him, but they're probably not going as as well as they they have done throughout this racing season so there was a there was a little bit of caution there and express time just gives himself every opportunity up on top of the speed but i can see exactly what you're saying terry i didn't have anything between them really just flip of the coin the horse that finished in front and the horse with the superior thousand meter record was express time so that's the way i went but can very easily see strathmore rose salute and i was thinking blazing billy might be able to run a cheeky race first up yeah no blazing billy can definitely um run a cheeky race it's actually the ten bucks, I think I was eight fifty blazing Billy. So it is a William Pike runner, slightly above my price, but um, I'm I'm not going to get involved there. But um, I, I just think, like you were speaking about in the last, I think Strathmore Rose might be the one with the upside that not a lot of these do have. Yeah. But uh, you also hit the nail on the head in the fact that I want my five bucks was an easy bet. Yeah. Um, but I want my price. I want I want to see, even though I'm two seventy, I, I still want three thirty, three fifty to bet because there is that risk in the fact he hasn't she hasn't trialed. Um, so I want my price. Yeah, for a good record too. Four four wins, eight starts, something like that. So it knows what uh, yep. knows how to find the line. Yeah, and that that's and you go all three of those, uh, all four of those. I think were in Albany. But um, she was a three odd filly though. She's a three-year-old filly, though, yeah. Yes, yeah. And her, at, at, that, at that stage, she was a three-year-old, early three-year-old filly racing against older horses. As yes, well, yeah. And she seems to go better on the firmer conditions. And that run with Jason Whiting on back in April, where she's run third to I see red, I see red, um, is more than enough 
to yeah. run a big race here. So Sprathmore Row is a clear on topper for me. Okay. Race seven, the TechWorks Electrical Solutions, 1,200 metres, ratings 66 plus. Another pay one too. I uh, was very keen. Miss Vasari, first up midweek two Wednesdays ago. Did get a lot of favours in transit. Three wide Star cover. Storm didn't frank it yesterday. No, did it? Mid, uh, muddling tempo. Did swoop over the top of them. Impressive. Uh, Dan Morton training double yesterday. So when the Morton stable gets a run on, they just they all start they all start winning. Miss Vasari makes a Saturday debut, I believe. Yep. Uh, second but. up, Chris Parnham on board slides in exactly on the minimum with the minimum rating there. Uh, although. She probably doesn't get a three or allowance, does she? Under these, um, it'd be very little, I think, at this yeah, stage. This stage so it's probably yeah, probably only half a kilo. I think she's missing. But uh, yeah, so Miss Vasari heads to um, Belmont on Saturday. Her first shot at this company is all the rage at the moment. I didn't expect to see her this short. Two fifteen. Uh, yeah, two fifteen still dollar ninety five across the corporates. So um, two, still two fifteen on Bradbet. That'll be. Probably snapped up. Uh, I'm the opposite to you, yeah, BJ. Sorry, 15 Brad, but yeah. I'm the opposite to you. I, I did expect to see her this short. Right. Um, I've got her $1.75 and I, I reckon she trades sub $2. Um, when marking this race, I, I I wanted to almost get her beat and I thought, oh, let's have a look. She got all the favours. She'll be underpriced, um, et cetera, et cetera. But I just couldn't really mark her strong second favourite. London Miss got shaken off by Agent J with the absolute world perfect run the other day, probably leads. Rain of Fire is going super, but it's, it's your current clear second elect and it's going to be back last. That's that's telling, I think, in a little small field like this. And then Guns of Navarone is drawn six with the 60 downforce needs a run, I think, Rebel Knight. Uh, a bit of trust there. It can run a race. 12 bucks is probably... Um, uh, not far off, but I think I'm $9 mm. Rebel Knight. Um, but I just, long story short, I couldn't mark a second favourite. So uh, Miss Vasari, Chris Parner can land near them. And if you go back through her runs, as you said, she hasn't ran a Saturday, but that run, the one, the second behind I see red, I see red, she settled last on that, not by race, the race where they went very slowly. <laughs> uh, she came, it was a huge run to run second. Uh, she ran second to standout Rose from the Bree, standout Rose Frank to that form, that campaign. Long way back to third. Fane Tempest was in that race, and her, even her maiden win, she beat Taiwan down the straight, but she won like a good horse. So I think she's progressive. I think she can be settled according to conditions of the day. They can just about um, lead if they want to, I think, but they'll, they'll probably just park in behind them. She's The win the other day was on a bog track, and, um, yeah, I think she would trade about $1.90 bet fair, and I'm $1.75. Okay. So I think she um, – I was two two fifty, Miss Fasari. Okay. But um, – Probably being everything that you said makes sense. I just couldn't come with a, a second favorite. Yeah, I, you know? I had Rebel Knight a bit shorter actually. Yeah, that was the that was the thing. I think he, I kept him safe. A couple of pipes. Just just knowing what his peak what his peak talent is like, but really hard to catch. Um, impressive racing sometimes, and sometimes first up they turn up and they just they just go enormous. And I didn't think his trial was too bad behind. Regal power. I just know that giant leap came out of that trial the, too. The best of Rebel Knight is um, is pretty decent. So um, has had his troubles over the journey. He has Rebel Knight, but if he's if he's happy and healthy and um, ready to go, then he goes well for Pike, and he can make things interesting. But yeah, it does look a bit of a misfortune benefit on Saturday. Um, so pro progressive filly. I think she's going to win her, more than her fair share of races. W. J. Cameron in the ownership. I saw that. Is that Oakland Wesley, Park and Wesley, Wesley John. Yeah. Wesley John. Yeah. Nice one to have his hands on. She could be uh, pretty, 
progressive. Yeah, shout out to Wes Cameron, but yeah, it does look all set up for Miss Vasari if she happens to um, good return. runner to extend his lead as well, Chrissy Farnham. Yes, yeah, hundred percent. I'm having a very. Uh, I've just realised, and it's not something I'd re- realised until I have a very Chris Parnham focused day. Um, success play Strathmore Rose, Miss Vasari, and there's one more to come. So um, I'm hoping that Chrissy finishes the season with a bang. BJ, very, very good. Race eight, the Amelia Park handicap. 1,200 metres for the three-year-olds. All-day session. How good. Last start. Yeah, off the, off the canvas, got the job done over the 1,000 metres. It was a good result for the 1-1 team. But uh, steps up to 1,200 metres, gate nine, 59 kgs. Bit of a different setup on this occasion, but he is racing really well and has to be hard to beat. Horse that started favourite in that 1,000-metre race last start, Sketter. Very heavily backed, ended up starting 270 and ran second all day session. And you know what? It had every Good chance. Every yeah. all day session was just a better horse. Yeah. I can I convincingly better horse than it. So yes, mm. I agree. However, back up to 1,200 meters, it was almost a month between runs for Sketter. Pike six, gate four for Sketter. Um, they're the two that dominate the market, and they're they're the two that um, most people will be uh, flipping. They aren't dominating the market. Oh, the, sorry, which two did you say? All day session Skitter? No. They're not. No, they're not. No, Jedi Mind's a clear, clear second favourite. I was just about to say to you, the market, that market just hasn't looked at the last run. I wanted, don't get me wrong, I, th- I wanted to go into this probably tipping Skitter because you'd think probably lands one, one type thing, but we're talking 250 Skitter, $8.50 all day yeah, session. Right. That's that's too big a gap for a fact when all day session was a far better run. I but agree. It's probably going to be last. Yeah, so, yeah. Our Danny is obviously the uh, has to be huge. has to be a huge yep. winning chance. Ran third against the older horses in the Dia Delarazza. De um, followed the fence throughout and hit the line really, really hard. Comes back to three year old company. Probably rolls forward from gate six. Yeah, if they jump well, I think they'll try and settle closer. Maybe not lead. Maybe lead. Maybe lead. Uh, yeah. Maybe not. Though I think twelve hundred might be on our Danny's limit potentially. So um, they might uh, they might look for a sit. I, th- I think it'll be one of those situations where if you get there softly, we lead. But yeah, um, figure out the pattern of the day. But uh, this is a good race to bet. Probably a good race to bet late. I- also remember, there's two horses, number nine and ten. Agent Ken's tens out right. of today. Tight one's been scratched from to today. Tight so tight one will definitely be going around. Agent Kennington's running today, so probably um, I'm just allowing it to come out. It's 35 to 1, so the deductions will be minimal, so we don't have to worry too much about it. Um, look, the, this race is one and run. First of all, Jedi Mind is, is big unders for me. Um, I love following smart jockeys with smart jockeys and smart jockey managers. BJ, mm-hmm. with um, jockey choices, with ride choices, I should say. And Chris Parnham has, would have been offered the ride on Jedi Mind here, I'm sure. And he's obviously ridden choice bid for his old man and he's opted to ride choice bid. I, I, he will be loyal to his old man, but he's not that loyal. He'll, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll ride what he thinks is the better opportunity, especially when it's so important at this stage of the season for him and what he's aiming to achieve with the National Jockey Premiership. Choice bid's 14 bucks, 13 bucks. Jedi Mind's $4.80. Mm. And, um, yeah, and he's opted to ride choice bid. Very telling for me. Very telling for me. So, um, yeah, this is a race where I'm going to bet on on price again. I, I, I've i got Sketter 3. I'm still 320 Sketter, uh, 550 all day session, and I am 650 choice bid. I'm going to go with choice bid. Um, I thought despite being on the best pad, it was, was one of those races where it led, but 
it also half sat at half led. I hate that. You know, mm. it's just an absolute shocker. They're the type of runs where you're entitled to to fold like a pricked balloon. Um, look, I think from the barrier, I love the fact this is up to 1,200. I love the fact it'll roll forward, either lead or sit outside of type one, our Danny um, type setup. It's a horse that's best racing has comfortably been in the wet and the slop. Um, if the rain is coming down, those type of horses on speed can be really difficult to get past and you're getting $3.50 a hole mm. or something for, for a runner like Choice Beard. So, um, look, if you can show some patience, which I'm not very good at, you can probably wait for the day. If the three wide line and making ground down the middle of the track is a place to be, $8.50 all day sessions is a yeah. huge price. I'd, I'd eat, um, sorry, I'd get a three fifty all day session four fifty. Yeah, So maybe, maybe they were dominating my market. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Well, yeah, dominating, yeah. yeah. Well, I was, I was three, what did I say, three? 350 and 340 and 550. So yeah. I wasn't wasn't far off it. And, and choice be just behind and without yeah. Danny a fourth elect. Um, but yeah, you, you can probably have a look and go, okay, if it's hard to make ground, choice bit each way is a huge bet. Uh, if if it's normal style of racing, scatter from close to the one one, maybe two at one out, it's gonna be hard to beat. Um but yeah, current markets, scatter is your big unders and Jedi mind your big unders, so we bet around it. Choice bit each way and Probably going to be choiceless in having mm. something on all day session at 8.50, BJ. Yeah, Skeddar was my on-top selection in the leg up, the way that the market is shaking out this morning, all day session, all day session. I, uh, yeah, I think he's I think he's a better horse than people think. If you go back through his form, he's raced against some really decent three-year-olds. He's a swimmer. Remember yeah. I tipped him first up at any old price and didn't turn up on a firmer track, but yeah. um, just turned out we needed the wet conditions. Yeah, yeah. Sessions in the wet. Sessions in the wet. Uh, Taylor. So uh, yeah, so that's that's where I'm going to be going in race out of the day. All day session, each way. Mm. All, all day, each way. Each all way, day, each way. way. Once day. again, I love these over bed horses. Mm. Jeez, Jedi mind and um, scatter. Wow, big improvement. Gunmetal grey, but it's uh, yeah. The yeah. fact that it's five bucks shorter than choice bid at the moment, or three or four bucks shorter, and the same price as all day session, despite drawing wider. I think that might be a little bit. Um, Skew F, but uh, it can definitely um, win the race. I think it'll go better with a sit as well, BJ. Okay. Uh, BJ, it is now time for the Get Out Stakes. Extremely <laughs> popular Get Out Stakes. Brought to everyone. Brought to everyone. <laughs> Brought to everyone by Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located out at the Canningvale Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt. Timmy and his team of Timmy. elite operators out there at Market City Meets, they run the show. Swing pass, say good day. Timmy will look after you, 100%. So congratulations to episode 86 winner, Rod Perry. Yes. Rod, geez, he got the bob. This was this was good stuff. So Rod locked in Dear Dalaratza by 0.15 lengths. Mm -hmm. And the official was zero point one seven lengths. That's it. And there was it was a bunch finish. He won by the narrowest of margins, did Rod. So there's a few people who were very very stiff on the day. They must have got the mail that were riding um, Madame Torio cold earlier than we did. There clearly. <laughs> so so the uh, the the bloke that was the stiffest was Stuart. Go <laughs> <laughs> up, go up, Terry. Uh, was Stuart Divertini. So Stuart was Dear Delarazzo by 0 0.20 lengths. So he, Stuart, missed out by the narrowest of margin. But you can't say that. <laughs> you can't say that. 
how old are you? Seriously. Oh, Seriously. Me. You can't say that. <laughs> so, the Rod. Bloke, the bloke that was the, the stiffest. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So, oh. Rod, Rod Perry won the Get Out Stakes episode 81, and then he's gone again in episode 86. So, Rod is in a purple patch, mm. rich vein of form. Yeah, dearie, man. <laughs> Oh, you so, might be up here, I think. Well done to Rod. Well done to Rod. He um, enjoyed him last time. Saw the picture yes, on Twitter. Yes, he did. Yeah, no, thoroughly enjoyed him. So, um, BJ, have you got the winner for us? I don't. Hang on. One sec. Sorry, we're still going. We're still going. Sorry. To enter this week's Get of Out course. Stakes. How do we do it, Terry? Uh, you private message Riley Morgan. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> oh, okay. Shit. How do you do wrong. it? Uh, you... At the one one pod, uh, you respond to the tweet that uh, will go up uh, mm-hmm. later this afternoon, early evening, uh, with a two decimal margin and the horse you like. So I'm sure BJ will be uh, looking at, um, I don't know, I'm going to guess, I don't know if you like it, Irritable Rodney by uh, 0.35 lengths. Okay. That's an example. Am All I right. right? Is that where you're going? Uh, ended up going Ginger Baker, but we'll oh, get to that. Okay. Uh, don't forget the Sam White rule, listeners. First in best dress. Someone on uh, Twitter, uh, apologies, I, the name escapes me at the moment, uh, had the audacity to, to write, what is the Sam White rule? Mm. So that was perplexing to say the least. But the Sam White rule, first past the post, gets the chocolates. <laughs> it's, pretty black. it's pretty black and white, isn't it? <laughs> It's fairly black and Sam White. Uh, that's right, black and Sam White, correct. Um, the Get Out Stakes for National Jockeys Celebration. <laughs> the wheels have fallen off Man, here at 11HQ. Crown Perth handicap, a bit, mm. bit more, a uh, little bit of messaging yeah. here for the punters leaving leaving the course on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, just veer straight towards Crown. Um, blinkers on. Blinkers on. Special conditions handicap. 1400 meters as i said i ended up with ginger baker on top narrowly in the leg up ahead of irritable rodney however this race just has a bit of a funny feeling to me a bit of a yeah so smells um anything could really happen she's a sweet deal is that is that something that we can put a line out out good out what about that win yesterday I was on Surf Point. That was wild. She's a sweet deal. I've just just watched the Surf Point replay, and I'm gonna have nightmares about that one for quite some time. Mm. Um, what price? Twenty eight bucks. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. That was a hard watch. Well, I, I, I completely took my eyes off. So she's a sweet deal. I thought it was gonna run last. Uh, uh, it was just. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't Maddie's. Um, definitely not uh, having a go at Maddie there. I think the. The gap closed up on yeah, her when she went to take it, so she was a little bit, a uh, little bit stiff. But uh, that is racing, BJ. I, um, yeah, a few of us were on. I messaged him afterwards, and I said, "Next start, we'll get our money. Hopefully, we it goes up a price. Wet track won't be missed." The great game. So she's a sweet deal. Is out. So that is that is one thing that we can be that we can't can agree win. on. <laughs> can't win. Can't win. Put a line through. She's yeah. a sweet deal. Uh, that's, that's, as, that's as much as I've got for you. So who can win? Ah. Uh, I think you've hit the nail on the head. Ginger Baker maps in a nice spot. Yep. Uh, love the way it pushed Vital Flirt, who's got a big booming finish on it um, to the line. So that's they impressive sort of, they stuff. They sort of drew, drew away from Sentimental Queen as well. Uh, Irritable Rodney is the only speed in this. Mm. Um, Leads, I, I think. I had it leading on its ear. Yep. Yeah. Um, so it, it has to be hard to beat. Devoted start, little flirt. Uh, Miss Morant is actually one that's creeping out to a pretty big quote there at nearly 30 bucks. That surprises me a little bit in these conditions. 
Uh, convicted, man, they're all horses that can run big last final splits if they're close enough. Um, hard horses to trust, but a couple of them are the, are the price there to, to maybe have something on. Um, oh, look, I'm. It's not a Stylex, definitely isn't impossible. Like the way it picked up and yeah, attacked Arrow City I once. Stylex is a really nice horse, actually. Progressive drops yeah. the five kilos. Uh, yeah, no, look, the way I went um, at this point in time, I'm not going to have a bet yet. I'll decipher the pattern. I think they'll be more aggressive on Regal Magic. Gets along well with Lucy Warwick. I got Regal Magic outside leader. Yeah, mm. just about outside leader for me. And, and you know what? You get stuck three deep at this stage of the day. It might be a blessing in disguise. Mm. So it's a pretty tough horse, Regal Magic. Not much went right last start. It's ready to uh, win one. It is 100% ready to win one. Mm. The step up to 1400s, bang on. Looks to handle these conditions. Um, yeah, I'm I think I'm five dollars fifty or six dollars regal magic. It's currently ten bucks. So uh, I'm not gonna back that yet. I'm gonna wait for a pattern on the day. But um that's the way if pressed for a selection and some value, we'll go with Regal Magic in the last. Yeah, I just went Ginger Baker, as Terry said, he got caught in a two horse war with Vital Flirt, and it was actually the only time it was really not in front was right on the line. Mm. Uh, that he uh, called Vital Flirt was fully stretched. Ginger, yeah. And uh, Ginger Baker was in front before and after the line, but that's not where it counts, unfortunately, for the Ginger Baker supporters. But from gate five, it's going to get the lovely run. It's going to have the hardest to beat, in my opinion, Irritable Rodney and Regal Magic in firmly in the crosshairs. Uh, into uh, Galloping Room by Ryan Hill at the top of the straight. Let Ginger Baker do his thing. I think he can work them over late. Horse I'm most scared of uh, who can come from behind and make an impact is probably Starlax. Mm-hmm. Little flirt, um, probably some forgiveness watching the head on last yeah. week as well. Thought that didn't get the clear room. Barrier 12 could be a blessing for that type of uh, mare who loves to let down. If they're bunching, um, it will be letting down hard. But in saying that, Devoted Star lets down hard on the wet tracks too. But it's just, it continually starts under the odds. So I think if you try and catch Devoted Star, you'll end up with less money than you probably started with. But um, so yeah. you are were, you worried about Irritable Rodney being run down by Kate Rain last start? Yeah, just feel, yeah. Do you feel he, um, it had to go home a bit too early from the breeze perhaps? Yeah, maybe and just second up. I think just building yeah. building into its prep. It's just going to get it, – it's, it, this is going to – it's going to dominate. Seat, yeah. It's going to dominate this from in front yeah. off a slow tempo. It it breezed and kicked off a slow, slow tempo first up. It was really, really strong. It certainly was. Uh, yeah. So I think it's just going to get his chance. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so get out stakes. Prediction for you, Terry. What do you got? Uh, Regal Magic by half a length on the dot, 0.52. Oh, I'm glad you, glad you yeah. put the decimal. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to, uh, about to get a bit worked uh, yeah. up. Um, Ginger Baker by 0.39 lengths. Right. A long neck. Okay. Um, all right, so let's take a break, gather our thoughts, Terry, and we'll be back with our best Maddie and our lays of the day. It is time for our Betfair Best betting propositions of the day. Terry, the Perth Racing Guru Layton, what have we got? Uh, well, your best, I think your best bet of the day is Miss Vasari. Mm. Not best bet, your best winning chance of the day is Miss Vasari. Winner, but, uh, winner, winner. Winner, chicken dinner, yep. race number seven, ninety-five at the moment, two bucks. Type thing that's not very exciting. So um, oh, it's a toss up for me. I, the, the two well above my price are picture perfect in in race number four, I think. BJ and uh, yep. Floyd at eight dollars fifty in race number five. So I'm just gonna just all of them. They're all my best bets. Yeah, just got lots of best bets. <laughs> I struggle to differentiate. You see the way I punted? Yeah, yeah. I struggle to differentiate between my best bets. Picture perfect for me. Picture perfect. Yeah, so yeah. We're, in a, we're in a. I like that. We're in a, bit of we're a, in a vortex together. Yeah. Yep. Wonderful. Uh, your mad 
Mayor D, after after successfully uh, getting skin and tins up. Sorry, I should have given you. Doesn't a really, I should have given you a little bit of a ra- Doesn't really, really. Yeah. qualify though, because it was only like ten dollars. But oh, yeah, well, we'll, when we we'll take it, it was sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, that's bucks. true. That's true. Yeah. Oh, I still I, I backed it again late. <laughs> the way the track was playing, I had a bit more on late, and um, I think I took fourteen bucks late or something. Oh, still. That'll, that'll do. Yeah, I still think it was thirteen dollars bet fair SP. Okay, cool. Yeah, right. well, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Look, people won't be complaining. Yeah, won't be spitting their soup out at that. My okay. Madness, due to Wild. the due, due to the small fields is at at the moment, at the moment uh, bit of leeway. Bit of, well, it's just it's hard to find a Maddie at the moment because the small fields there's not a lot of horses. Who, All I'm hearing is excuses. Well, my Maddie actually does fit into the twenty one dollar oh. plus range. Okay, race nine number two, Miss Maranta, t- currently twenty seven dollars best available. Vaughn Sigley, great to see Vaughn. Back in form, mm-hmm. he was a hot, hot trainer there for a while, and then um, the stable just had a very lean run. But all of a sudden, the uh, yeah, the, everything has just clicked into gear. Dr. Dilarazza, bang bang, is his uh, horses are going fantastic at the moment. I reckon Miss Maranta sweeping late is a value at a big price. You know what you could say about the stable? They've been reborn, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a. I'm a <laughs> <laughs> Send that to Jay Rooney and he could use that That's in good his stuff. He will, yeah, yeah. He should do too. I'll Jay, charge, him, charge him a small <laughs> fee. Uh, I'm actually $14, Miss Miranda, so I like yeah. that, BJ. That's, yeah. uh, that's a good one. Uh, mine's $19. That's cl- On a day like this, that's close enough. Uh, 18 across the trap, 19 with one. So, uh, eight, uh, success play in race number three. I'm Very second favourite. So, um, success play, giddy up. Just more winners. Just more winners. Right. Lay of the day. This is a bit easy. I've got a list of five here. You give your list of five, and then because I reckon one of them I'll have as well. So okay. Uh, well, better one, Bell's five bucks. I'm considerably longer well, in race two, but that's please. not exciting. Please. Uh, Forever Romance uh, in race three, but I don't really find romance. Sorry, I'm, I'm a bit concerned about taking on a uh, Bob Youngster. Could be the next superstar. Uh, the Spruker in race four, way under my price at $2.30. Indian Pacific race five. Do think it can definitely, definitely, definitely win. Um, I, uh, I've i just got it significantly longer in a, in a polarizing, very likely polarizing opinion of the race. And um, Jedi Mind is way under my price at 480 but that's a bit boring. So we'll go with the Spruker. That's my lay of the day, race four. Oh, very good. Well, I've got $2.30. one. $2.30. I've got one on my own then. Okay. Uh, race one, number five, Treasure Crown's my lay of the day. Yeah. Very good. It's okay. um, yeah, it's none. I like that. All right. Well, that's uh, one one done. That's one one episode eighty seven. Episode only thirteen away from the big party. Mm. Eighty eight. Yeah. yeah.